Welcome to TSN Radio's coverage of Euro 2020. I'm Mark Rowe. We've arrived at the final games of the group stage, and we are ending with a great match. World Cup champions France versus defending European champions Portugal. It's the old goat versus the young goat. Ronaldo versus Kylian Mbappe. France leading the group currently with four points. Portugal in third place with three points. Both teams want to keep, uh, want to win and keep an eye out for the other game in the group of death. Hungary versus Germany. We now take you live to Pushkes Arena in Budapest with the call. Here's Ian Dennis and Rob Green. And Germany lose. And we'll be keeping you up to date with that game in Munich with Connor McNamara. So, France, you could say the pressure is off, but of course they want to top the group. Because France, if they were to do that, we've worked out, would be looking at a situation where they play Switzerland in the last 16 although then it gets harder because Croatia and Spain could potentially lie in wait in the last eight but as Mark says the permutations will fall into place the jigsaw for the last 16 will be complete we know Wales Denmark Italy Austria and Croatia Spain the other five ties in the last 16 will be completed tonight and uh, we will of course bring it to you here on BBC Radio 5 Live and try and fill in the blanks as uh, it becomes a little clearer. But first of all, from a Portugal point of view, they have got to do their job. And as what was it Didier Deschamps said, we're guaranteed the last 16. It gives us a certain calmness, but they will want to top the group. And that will be the incentive as far as France are concerned. Ball lifted up towards uh, Koundé, lets the ball settle. Crosses the ball down by the corner flag on the right-hand side. And Semedo heads the ball away. Danilo brings it high off the chest and plays it to Guerrero. It is interesting, though, isn't it, how Portugal approach it in terms of knowing that they'll go through with the, the win, but there is still that little bit of jeopardy. No, you've just got to go out and play to win. That's the, that's the only way they can do it and uh, worry about the permutations after. They had that blow against Germany where they did get blown away. This new opportunity, different opposition, different threat. But they've got the attacking options. They've got the players that can cause this French team damage. And uh, they'll back themselves. They know they've just got to get through this group and uh, survive tonight. Of the two starting lineups, there are only seven players who were part of that Euro 2016 final. Five years ago on the 10th of July when Edez extra time winner clinched it for uh, for Portugal. Patricio, Pepe, Guerrero and Ronaldo for Portugal. Lloris, Pogba and Griezmann for France. Very slow at the back. Still nil-nil in the other game between Germany and Hungary. Where Hungary have to win. And that would be a bit of an upset if they were to pull that one off in Munich. Guerrero. To Ronaldo, a little flick back by Ronaldo who just walks over the halfway line. Sanchez did well when he came on as a substitute, deserves his place in the starting lineup for Fernando Santos's side. It was only their fifth competitive defeat in seven years when they suffered that defeat against Germany. A reminder as well that both the games actually are on BBC television this evening, and as always is the case, you can watch and listen to Five Lives coverage through the BBC iPlayer as Pepe inside to Moutinho 
Back with Pepe once more. Sanchez comes under pressure. Challenge from Griezmann. And Mbappe has it taken away off his toes by Semedo, who was uh, so exposed against Germany, wasn't he? The Wolves defender. Yeah, you felt for him, didn't you? You've seen him play for Wolves in a flat-back four and suffer. And he suffered in that game as well. Well, here is Semedo in uh, an attacking move for Portugal. Moutinho, Sanchez. He scuffed that one, really. It was a rocket that he rattled the post with against Germany, but on this occasion, as he looks down at the pitch, he, it was a, a scuffed effort, sliced it up into the air and uh, scooped up in the end by Hugo Lloris. Portugal nil, France nil, BBC Radio 5 Live. The T20 cricket is on 5 Live Sports Extra, Sri Lanka against England, but a very, very slow pace as far as the French are concerned. But an early chance in Munich, watching Conor McNamara. Still Germany nil, Hungary nil in the driving rain in Munich. But the first chance of the game, excellent first touch from Joshua Kimmich. Excellent save from Peter Golatsky. Dion Dublin. Yeah, he had to make the save as well. Down to his right, it was going into the far post. Very close range, needed to make the save. Still nil nil. Thank you, Conor. Thank you, Dion. Pogba will keep you fully in touch with that game as well. Ball played now out to Kunde. Plays it back and inside. This now is with Tolisso. Pogba just couldn't roll away from Danilo. Now it's with Ronaldo. Challenged by Pogba. And the uh, Spanish referee, Antonio Lajos, who took charge of England-Scotland and also the Champions League final, gives a free kick. It's an interesting formation that France have come out with, with Pogba sitting as the deep-lying midfielder out of the three of them. He's the central one, with N'Golo Kante being higher up on the left-hand side and with that Mbappe as well playing wide out on the left very very wide and I think he's been listening to you he's targeting Semedo in this game he sees him as the the weak link in this back line and uh, will attack him all night long Sanchez to Danilo forced back was Ruben Diaz not under a great deal of pressure from Griezmann and now Pepe will hit a searching ball Ronaldo's going to try and come in off that left touch line when you're talking about Mbappe maybe looking to try and uh, target Semedo Ronaldo at the minute has stayed mid on the hole in these early exchanges on the left hand side Sanchez chips the ball in Ronaldo with a header and it was saved by Lloris he was in a central area there and now it's been bowled out and all of a sudden France can come forward Benzema ahead of him is Mbappe up against Semedo onto his heels Semedo twists one way and Mbappe manages to get away into the penalty area. It required the cover from Pepe. All of a sudden the tempo sparked into action now in the game, nil-nil. Cagey, cagey start and then all of a sudden bang, both ends. The pace, the power of both teams. Corner kick to France. Nil-nil, we've been playing for six minutes. No goals between Germany and Hungary. Corner kick to France that... Mbappe will take, volleyed away by Cristiano Ronaldo, and it goes out of play over onto that far side. Connor talks about the wet and the rain in Munich. Dry night in the Hungarian capital, capital 30 degrees. As we'll go back to Connor McNamara. First chance of the game for Hungary, still nil-nil in Munich, but Roland Scholloy stretching to get it in the penalty area and a very important touch for Matt Hunt. Matzel wants to take it away from him. Germany nil, Hungary nil. Thank you, Connor. Here is Varane. Edging his way forward. Kunde forward, given away to Guerrero. Moutinho 
turns, passes the ball to Guerrero, lays it off inside to Diego Jota. Guerrero back inside to Sanchez. Moutinho was quickly challenged by, by Kante. But we just saw, didn't we, a glimpse of what could happen with the quality that's on show between these two sets of teams. And both teams know it. Both teams know that if they commit too many bodies forward, they are exposed. And when they have the ball and are in good possession, like Portugal are, they're looking and it's quite a cagey and slow build-up because they just don't want to get it wrong because they're going to get brutally exposed by the pace of France. And likewise, Portugal, as we saw against Germany in those opening minutes, can do the same. That's the former England international. Rob Green with us on BBC Radio 5 Live. Still nil-nil, foul from, uh, from Jota, and there'll be a French free kick. There was a measure of revenge from the French as they took four points off Portugal in the autumn to end their Nations League defence. But uh, a repeat of that final from 2016 as uh, Varane short of the halfway line, back to Pogba, holding off uh, Ronaldo, almost getting himself into trouble, and he's lost the ball now, and it's Jota who can run forward, he's got Ronaldo ahead of him, Griezmann slides in, what a well-timed challenge that was. Brilliant tackle, brilliant, wonderful tackle, it was so well-timed, he was pointing at the ball as he won it, <laughs> as if to prove it. And Mbappe can't get past uh, Semedo. Let's check in on the cricket, Henry Moran. End of the Sri Lanka innings, 129 for seven, feels below par. Dasan Shanaka top scoring with 50, a couple of wickets for Adil Rashid. England will be very satisfied, 130 will be the target. And if you're thinking tomorrow, no football now until Saturday, what are we going to do with, uh, with my nights? Then don't worry, because there's live cricket on the BBC tomorrow. BBC Two from six o'clock, England-Sri Lanka in the second T20. That's a, that should fill three or four hours for you. That's me sorted. Thank you very much, Donna. Now, what's gone on? There's a little bit of pushing and shoving, arguing over who's got the ball. Eventually, it's Hernandez who'll claim it, but he's been told to get back, so you haven't missed any of the action as that little minor squabble was, uh, was taking place. And whilst there is still a lull in the action, what there isn't a lull in, lull in is in the Daily Euros. You'll still get the latest news and the interviews, and you can download it from BBC Sounds available every morning and not just the podcast as well you're able to listen to BBC Radio 5 Live through BBC Sounds here is Varane it's a strong run forward France all in white Koundé passes the ball back Varane goes inside Tolisso looks up there was a run from Hernandez that wasn't spotted they had to go back as they keep the ball this is Kante I'll be checking in on Munich in a short while nothing has changed as far as the group is concerned France, Germany, Portugal in that order Nil-nil in both games, ball played forward, looking for Mbappe, picked up by Hugo Lloris, back to Conor McNamara. Still Germany nil, Hungary nil, there's been a half chance for Germany, Rudiger couldn't get his header on target, Hungary were expected to be the minnows in this group, but they can still upset the big boys, they can still go through to the last 16, Germany nil, Hungary nil. Yeah, and if they were to upset Germany and, Fran uh, and France were to beat Portugal, then the defending champions would actually go out with that permutation. Nil-nil though, in both games. Patricio to Pepe, turned and he had Benzema right in front of him he had to hurriedly get rid of the ball well kept in play on that far side by Bernardo Silva Semedo infield, Danilo running forward now, there's now been a goal in Munich Conor McNamara, what about this Germany nil, Hungary one, it's the big number nine Adam Schalai, it's a powerful header, 
Dion Dobbin described that one for us. What, what a goal. A goal. As a centre forward, you're loving those ones. It's a deep cross. It's level with the 18-yard box. Out wide right. He puts it in behind the defence. And Shalai, the big number nine, level with the near post, just slides it in the corner. What a goal. Hungary, who can go through in second place if Portugal lose. If they win and France and Portugal draw, Hungary will qualify in third. They've got the lead in Munich. It's Shaloy and it's Germany nil, Hungary won. And that goal has certainly reached the supporters in the Pushkas Arena because it means that it's changed Group F. That order of teams that I gave you now reads France, who've already qualified top, Portugal go second, Hungary third, and Germany at the moment are going out. It's also worth pointing out that in the 34 games so far, only two teams have come from behind to win. Belgium against Denmark and Germany against Portugal. So, the stakes have certainly been increased and it actually increases the pressure on Portugal because if France were to beat Portugal now, Portugal with that scoreline in Munich would go out. All of a sudden it's just starting to get a little bit more interesting. Well, the, the game's at a bit of a lull at the moment. The crowd have gone absolutely berserk knowing that what the result of that order. The goal in that game means... Sanchez looking for Ronaldo who leaps early and it's played by Lloris. It's not the first time that they've tried that. Sanchez playing a slow chip ball into the box, but the threat of Ronaldo in the air, we've seen it year after year. He can spring, he can head, he can create a chance out of anything, can't he? So that's there, that's something they're going to try and do. So whilst Didier Deschamps was saying about, oh, it's all right, we've got that degree of calmness, that certainly doesn't apply now to Portugal with that scoreline of Hungary leading by a goal to nil, because Portugal all of a sudden could be under a little bit of a threat the stakes have just been raised a little bit now so we're getting interesting nil nil hungry lead by a goal to nil and you're looking at a scenario of england playing portugal next tuesday at wembley in the uh, in the last 16 as it stands but we'll probably say that a number of times during the course of the evening on BBC Radio 5 Live. Portugal know, though, that if they avoid defeat, they're through. Kim Bembe at the, uh, at the back, just strokes it inside to Varane. Budapest has certainly provided plenty of noise and colour with it being full to capacity in the, uh, in the Pushkas Arena. Griezmann almost at a walking pace, just touches the ball to Hernandez stroked across now towards uh, Varane the game sometimes it has that lull and as we saw all of a sudden then it can explode into life and you've just got to, to watch because the quality of the two teams is so high Tolisso it's almost as if they're trying to draw Portugal out a little bit yeah, desperate to find that little bit of space but knowing that one misplaced pass can really really cost you been interesting that Griezmann's just been given we knew he'd given a bit of a free roll but he is wandering everywhere all over the pitch here is Griezmann inside to Pogba Griezmann now takes over plays the ball forward he was looking for the run of Hernandez and it goes out of play for a, uh, a goal kick when you were doing my I was doing my notes for this game I, um, I was reading a, an article on the Guardian website and it had a, a, a link and it was talking about the terrific the epic semi-final between these two back in 1984 and I went back on obviously the BBC commentator John Motson on, uh, on on YouTube and what a contest that was at the minute we haven't it was 3-2 in the end to France 
we haven't got anywhere near that in terms of goals but we have it is there is a little bit of an edge to it with Hungary leading by a goal to nil Pepe and uh, certainly if there was to be a goal in this game and if it was to go to France then that would put Portugal under a little bit of pressure Bernardo Silva, Semedo on the overlap if he wants him, Bernardo Silva right corner of the penalty area, red shirts, green shorts playing from right to left, slide the ball forward, Bernardo Silva with a cross Ronaldo couldn't bring it down misplaced clearance by Tolisso, Guerrero has it back for Portugal still got nil after, nil -nil after a quarter of an hour and Ruben Dias has to go back all the way to Rui Patricio who clears away downfield and it's up towards uh, Varane. They look very, very composed, the French. Yeah, they look good, and Portugal are looking good on the ball as well. Sanchez has got an interesting job that he drops in alongside Danilo at times, but then goes away. Try to slide the ball through, and Mbappe's in here, Patricio makes the save. The Portuguese defence was pierced, and Mbappe was denied by Patricio, who pushed it out. That was a very good opportunity and that will set the alarm bells ringing for Portugal yeah that's all it takes that's what they're waiting for they're keeping the ball around the halfway line looking for that one forward ball that can really cut through this Portuguese side and that was it that was the one they're waiting for Mbappe was through slightly telegraphed the sort of Thierry Henry style finish into the far corner Patricio could get two hands to it it was comfortable in that it wasn't a great finish for, but the threat's there We've had a Ronaldo header, and now that effort from Mbappe. Uh, the last four matches between these two have produced just three goals. It's still nil-nil, but it was a lovely weighted ball through from Paul Pogba. We'll go back to the other game now, Conor McNamara. Still Germany nil, Hungary won. What a scoreline this is. Adam Solloy's header after 11 minutes, really well taken. Fastest goal Hungary have ever scored in the European Championships. But Germany, Dion Dolan looks shaken. They're struggling to get Kai Havertz into the game. Yeah, and the energy levels have changed. Germany were keeping the ball early on in the game. Nice and simple. Now they're racing to get the ball. It goes out of play all the time. They're running around. Havertz has made a good break to the byline, pulls it back, and it just wouldn't set up for Serge Gnabry. Dangerous opportunity, Gnabry's trying to keep it alive. Hungary relieved to get it away. Germany nil, Hungary won. France, Portugal, Hungary, Germany. That's the current order in Group F. Hungary lead by a goal to nil. Still nil-nil in what is being a, a tense game, quite a cagey game as well. Yes, cagey, isn't it? They're just waiting. Both teams are just waiting. Who's going to commit first? Are you going to commit in terms of a press or are you going to commit in terms of a forward pass and at the moment both teams look at each other Semedo forward at right back looking to turn he's got Mbappe with him Semedo rolls the ball back along the ground Bernardo Silva no Bruno Fernandes one of two changes made by Fernando Santos hasn't necessarily been that effective for, uh, for Portugal so far in this uh, this tournament Sanchez certainly made his mark when he came on the, off the bench against the Germans and that's why maybe he's starting Ronaldo plays it out towards uh, Semedo Semedo delivers it cross, the crossing low aimed towards Bernardo Silva there was uh, Kimpembe to clear the ball away for France all in white defending as they play from left to right still nil-nil and we're approaching 20 minutes in this contest being played in the Pushkas arena Semedo with the throw back it comes to him from Bernardo Silva, short ball inside towards Sanchez, no foul. Hernandez has Semedo right up behind him. He manages to clear the France left back 
and Ruben Diaz will pass the ball forward. Moutinho, before it reaches his feet, he's having a look forward towards his left shoulder. And now he runs forward with his years of experience to Sanchez. The two looking to combine in the midfield. Back towards Pepe. Pepe, France have everybody back in their own half. Ruben Diaz picks out Moutinho. Coming forward now once more. Ronaldo in a central area just outside the centre circle. Fierro. But there's no pressure on that back line for France. And at the minute, they're keeping the ball in the middle third of the park, Portugal. Yeah, they're comfortable, Portugal, with the ball. And it's Moutinho who's dictating play because he's allowed to drift and roam. And with that, France, not really Ooh. sure. Comes out to Ronaldo. It was a poor-headed clearance by Varane. As it dropped, it fell to Ronaldo. Hits it first time. Left-footed, he's pulled it wide. Goal kick. He didn't have a clue where Ronaldo was. We've seen the slow, lofted ball. That's the third one that they put in. Varane's aware that that's what they're trying to do. He wasn't sure where Ronaldo was. He hadn't gone with him. It was a poor header out. And then onto his wrong foot. If Ronaldo's got a wrong foot, his left foot on the volley skewed it wide. They'll know each other so well. They had, what, seven years together at Real Madrid. And uh, that was anticipation from, uh, from Ronaldo where he just stepped away, just on the off chance that Varane's header would reach him. And it, indeed it did as they now try and play out from the back, France. But again, they've given the ball away. It's Pogba who'll help win it back. He plays the ball inside. Benzema, who's still yet to score in a European Championship finals. And of course, still looking for his first goal after being brought back into the international fold. Mbappe holding off Semedo, sticking to him very, very tight behind. Kante, who we've hardly mentioned now, can run forward. And Hernandez, the left back, just leaves it inside. Benzema to Mbappe, forward ball. First touch from Benzema went away from him. Sanchez is under pressure. France have won it back. There was Danilo, but so congested in the midfield. Still nil-nil. Hungary, remember, lead by a goal to nil. They're leading in Munich against Germany. Germany are currently going out of the competition. Here is uh, Griezmann to Kante. 21 minutes played. It's an absorbing contest because what's at stake? Jeopardy's there, isn't it? And I think both teams know it now. And he's just got that little bit of edge and just the threat that both teams have. They know that they can hurt each other whenever they want. Referees played the advantage. There was a foul on Griezmann. France coming forward now. Pogba, 30 yards out from goal. Koundé right-hand side, closed down by Jota. Back towards Pogba once more. Chips the ball towards Koundé. Downward header there by Jota. Benzema though wins it back for France. They're just on the right-hand side of the Portuguese penalty area. Then the move breaks down. Jota is impeded. We'll go back to that game involving Germany and Hungary and Conor McNamara. Oh, Ian, what a game this is. Germany nil, Hungary won. Germany have had two guilt-edged opportunities. They both fell to central defenders. Mats Hummels with a header came back off the woodwork. And then immediately afterwards, Ginter from four yards out, shot on target, saved by Gulacci. Yeah, panic set in a bit with Hungary at the moment. Germany have... That the heat's been turned up, they're playing the ball a lot quicker, and they will they'll keep creating chances at the moment, Germany. Germany nil, Hungary won. Germany currently bottom of Group F, as they trail by a goal to nil. Portugal elevated to second, and Hungary would be going through. It's tight in Group F. And it could certainly change, and I would imagine it will probably change at least on a couple of occasions between now and the end of the game. 
but don't forget there is this scenario where Portugal themselves could go out if they were to lose to France that's uh, maybe could be a, a saving grace for the uh, for the Germans Sanchez to Jota passes the ball back to Sanchez very very steady forward from Ruben Diaz Moutinho playing in that central third of the field Moutinho looking for the run of Guerrero, headed away by Varane. Kimpembe has Ronaldo chasing after the ball, and then it's cleared away by Hugo Lloris, all in yellow. Portugal are playing from right to left. We're past the midway point of the first half. Sanchez goes all the way back to Rui Patricio. It's just when they get the opportunity to press, they do so so quickly, France, but Portugal look composed they look okay on the ball they're looking forward they're looking for their options they've got plenty of movement Moutinho in there is roaming around and it's just whether they can find him in the right pocket of space here is Angola Kante Pogba with now with Varane Tolisso forward Benzema to Koundé back with Benzema and at the minute France are keeping the ball very very well still nil-nil 24 minutes played. Varane to come forward towards the halfway line and then he goes short and square. Tolisso to Kunde. First time ball quickly came back off the legs of Guerrero and now it's with Tolisso. It's French voices that you can hear from the Pushkas Arena. Just watching Pogba. Looking for another ball over the top to Mbappe, goes away from him, sorry Rob. Yeah, it's just, just, he's dropping so deep, he's dropping into the back line to get the ball and we saw the devastating effect is what he has when he's higher up the pitch, the vision he has against Germany to set up the goal that they did score. He's just thinking when they've got the ball, just get that bit higher up the pitch, affect the play a bit higher. Ruben Diaz of Manchester City to Guerrero. He's certainly had an eventful tournament so far, scoring his first competitive goal for his country. And then, unfortunately, uh, an own goal. Seven own goals so far in the tournament. Uh, to Joe, who do a lot of the stats, saying earlier that that's as many as the last five Euros combined. Very similar own goals as well. Crosses into the box and turning them in when the defenders don't really feel like they want to play the ball but have to. And uh, certainly that one from Dubravka as well, which uh, I would imagine you've got a great deal of sympathy from the goalkeepers' union. They are awful when you look up because everyone thinks the ball drops down straight, but it spins, it swirls in the air, and under that crossbar, you're praying for it to go off and land on the top of the goal. It didn't. That was in Spain's 5-0 victory against Slovakia, while Sweden, topping that group, uh, beat Poland by three goals to two. Sanchez, challenge comes in from Kante. Ronaldo wants to take the free kick quickly. It was an unfair challenge, according to Antonio Lajos, the Spanish referee. And uh, free kick to Portugal. Just wonder if they will wait and look for maybe Pepe and Ruben Diaz to go forward to join the aerial threat that Ronaldo naturally will pose with that terrific leap of his you've got the thunderclap inside the push gas arena there are a number of Portuguese supporters behind the goal that Portugal are currently attacking in the first half Moutinho and Bernardo Silva 
stand over this free kick. It's nil-nil. Hungary, remember, are still leading by a goal to nil. Quite a high line from France all in white, just on the edge of that penalty area, trying to offer as much protection to the goalkeeper as possible. In it comes now. Lloris was nowhere near it. He's caught Danilo, and the referee's given a penalty. The referee is given a penalty, and Hugo Lloris has been shown a yellow card. Hugo Lloris has been shown a yellow card, getting nowhere near the ball, and absolutely clattering Danilo. More importantly, I actually hope Danilo's all right. The medics very, very quickly on. It's a huge moment in the game. Hoz, one of the best referees in European football, has made the decision, and it's one that happens so often within the game the goalkeeper coming out to punch the ball it's a flat ball he was deep in the goal and as you're saying Deno the line was high so there's a lot of space for the free kick to be hit into he reached the edge of the six yard box and Danilo looks in a, in a pretty bad way well at the minute and after what happened with Christian Eriksen there are no pictures regarding Danilo the last one I did see, I saw, I saw some movement from his legs. A stretcher is being called for. Paul Pogba is still protesting towards the referee. Of course, it will be checked by VAR. But at the minute, after what we witnessed with Christian Eriksen, I just hope Danilo's OK. Whilst there is a break in play, we're going to go back to Conor McNamara. Well, it is still Germany nil, Hungary 1. Hungary able to catch the Germans cold after 11 minutes of this game and they've had it's been all Germany Dion done it ever since then but the Hungarians are sitting deep and they want to be stubborn yeah they've gone into a 5-2-3 they're just holding Germany at the moment but it's wave after wave from Germany the latest is a German free kick which is a poor delivery Kai Havertz will receive it but run back towards the halfway line not happening for Germany at the moment they've now failed to keep a clean sheet in all three of their group games they need to score here to get back on level terms in Munich for now Germany nil Hungary won well I'm pleased to say that Danilo is back on his feet although he'll be a little bit groggy because there was a forearm smash into the side of the face from uh, from Hugo Lloris into his uh, left hand side of his face he's got an ice pack Cristiano Ronaldo who has never scored against France he could he could take Portugal to the top of the group. Cristiano Ronaldo, of course, he's been in this position before. He scored three goals. He waits. He's never scored in six games against France. It's his longest streak against any nation. Ronaldo up against Hugo Lloris. They've checked it through VAR. It's the penalty. Ronaldo just muttering to himself. Cristiano Ronaldo now runs up with the penalty and scores. It's his first goal against the French. And Cristiano Ronaldo is the highest European player to score goals in a major tournament. And crucially for Portugal, he's put them top of Group F as the Portuguese lead by a goal to nil. There was a no doubt in the finish hammered hard and low to Lloris's right as he went left but it's a controversial decision Hugo Lloris was pretty mad about it pretty unhappy about it 
And there's a goalkeeper. He's come out. He's got a fist on the ball. Danilo got there first, but he's won the ball. He's cleared the ball as, it, as it's coming through. Danilo would have scored without his intervention. After that, he's cleaned him out completely. So there's, there's no doubt there's contact with him. But Hugo Ruiz would turn up, come around and say, well, I took everything. I won the ball and I took the man. That's up for me. There's not a penalty. Not a penalty for you. He's won the ball. Well, with that goal being converted in the 31st minute, Portugal have gone to the top of Group F. It means France are currently in second place. It means that England would be playing France at Wembley. And remember, Germany are still going out of the competition as they trail by a goal to nil in Munich against Hungary. And the records just keep on coming for Cristiano Ronaldo, the highest goal-scoring European player in a major tournament, as I say, because that takes him ahead of Miroslav Klose with his 20th goal in a combined tally of European Championships and World Cups. And he's also now scored in 15 different major tournament matches previously held in a joint record with Klinsmann and Closer. He's just an incredible player. And it also takes him now to within one of the world record in males in, in, in the men's international game. Ali Dai, 109, Cristiano Ronaldo, 108. Some incredible numbers for an incredible player the true greats of the game and just brings a different dimension to the game now that you feel that France have to force it a bit they like to stay in control of the games they've not got that now it's down to Portugal they're in control they can defend well they said it was quite clear as far as um, they had every interest in wanting to top the group and at the minute you were probably looking, what were we saying, for the, we'd worked it out, hadn't we, that the winners of this group would play Switzerland in the last 16. But now all of a sudden, you're looking from a, a, a France point of view at playing Gareth Southgate's England at Wembley. And uh, here is Sanchez for Portugal. Jota is ahead of him. The defending champions lead by a goal to nil. It's a, a repeat scoreline of the Euro 2016 final between the two. Jota pressure is off Portugal as well at this stage now because they only had to avoid defeat to go through here is Bernardo Silva Bernardo Silva right hand side BBC Radio 5 Live also available on BBC Sounds Moutinho shoots from distance left footed and has dragged it well well wide and out for a goal kick puts his hand up knows he made the wrong option runners in front of him inside the penalty area we've seen him so many times for Wolves picked those passes decided to shoot but the spaces are there for, for Portugal They're playing with confidence on the ball now we will flip-flop between these two crucial games in the final group match at uh, Euro 2020 so Portugal leading by a goal to nil Bernardo Silva coming forward and then just held up a little bit and he goes on a long little bit of a 360 degree turn and Portugal go back 
and we'll go back to Colin McNamara. Germany nil, Hungary one, it remains. Hungary though have found a second wind here, they're not just sitting back and absorbing the German pressure, they're beginning to apply some more of it of their own, led by Adam Solai, the goal scorer, the big number nine, Dion, you love a big number nine, he's playing excellently. Yeah, he's doing great, they don't know what to do with him, Hummels and Rudiger, they're trying to out-muscle him, but the big man is standing firm, they're getting the ball to him, they're getting up the pitch, they're giving it a go. Germany, bottom of the group as things stand, Germany nil, Hungary one. And Portugal leading by a goal to nil, Sanchez inside to Jota, Jota just loses the ball, Kante goes back towards Jota, Jota's still trying to come through, squeezed out on the edge of the area between a combination of Varane and, uh, and Kante, loops up into the air and Hugo Lloris catches the ball. So it's the French who've been rocked back on their heels. Yeah, they're a bit sixes and sevens at the moment, France. When Portugal get the ball, they've got so much movement. Ronaldo's dropping in, you've got Moutinho, you've got Jota, Sanchez. Is, they're all showing for the ball, all finding up space around Pogba, around N'Golo Kante. They're not in their natural positions. I'm not sure why they've done this for this game, but it's not working for them right now. Portugal won. France nil, foul on Bernardo Silva from Hernandez and that'll be a yellow card, he's the second French player to be shown a yellow by the, uh, the Spanish referee so Hernandez has been booked, Lloris earlier was shown a yellow too and we have nine minutes to go to half time BBC Radio 5 Live over the top of Bernardo Silva and it will run through to Hugo Lloris who picks the ball up, throws it all out and then it's with Kimpembe back with Pogba once more earlier the set of results from Group A confirmed that Ukraine had gone through from Group C as one of the best sides to finish third now it is with Varane for France Kimpembe leaves it short forward ball Pogba inside the centre circle Griezmann plays the ball back Pogba lays it then out towards Hernandez Portugal supporters inside the Pushkas arena Portugal Ole is the chant Varane over the head of Benzema Griezmann volleys it but very very difficult forced out wide left hand side to get over it and he's just skied it and put it behind that for a goal kick everything's going down this French left-hand side they're desperate to find Mbappe you compare when Griezmann goes out there as well you compare that to the other side where you've got Varane a centre-half and Kunde who's a centre-half playing at right-back that's all they've got there's a threat down that right-hand side so it's pretty predictable right now from this French side if you were to look at the uh, at the current standings those teams that are in green on the UEFA website highlight who's already gone through and despite Portugal currently being top, they're not confirmed yet to go through. But France, who are second, of course, already have secured their passage to the last 16. And Mbappe pulled back by Bernardo Silva. Let's get an update of Hungary-Germany. Conor McNamara. 38 minutes played, Germany nil. Hungary won, it remains. The rain in is getting heavier and heavier. You'll know the Allianz Arena in Munich. The, the spectators en masse have all left their seats. It's so heavy, the rain, and moved to the back of the stand, the sort of concourse level, to try and get some cover from it. That's the German fans, of course. The Hungarians are out in the rain, and they are loving this. They'll sit there and get wet all evening. Germany nil, Hungary won. 
Portugal still lead by a goal to nil. Pogba lays the ball back. Varane, 10 yards inside his own half. France, the world champions, up towards Benzema. Tightly challenged by Pepe, putting him under real pressure. They lose the ball. Now it's with Jota. Let's it kick on ahead of him. Allows him to pass the ball in field to Sanchez. Now it's with, uh, with Moutinho. Bernardo Silva not going too far ahead of him on the right-hand side and back with uh, Danilo who was caught a little bit late by Griezmann play continues and Portugal just passed the ball back Looks so calm and so composed at the minute Portugal playing at the top of the game and a card well, for that little kick out I think on Danilo so in the end he actually has brought play back and Griezmann's been shown a yellow they've got to keep their discipline now that's the third French player to be shown a, a yellow card in this uh, this first half yeah Griezmann's been on a mission for the last five minutes when Portugal had the ball he's been chasing them down on his own and I think that was just the frustration that no one else has really been joining him in the effort I don't think they can really get to grips with this Portugal formation Ruben Diaz Sanchez Sanchez passes the ball back to Ruben Diaz. They've playing the ball up towards Ronaldo, who once again is staying out wide left, but they went ahead of him and out of play for a, a throw. It's the fifth time that these two have met in a major tournament, but the first in the group stages. But at the minute, it's a loose ball given away straight to Bernardo Silva. Bernardo Silva now turns, edge of the D. Got some support from Moutinho, first time shot. And he's hit it right-footed and he's screwed it off target and it's out for a goal kick. And Portugal still lead by a goal to nil. But the surprise scoreline is in Munich. Hungary lead Germany 1-0, Rob. Yeah, Griezmann's lost his head here. Track back, won the throw in and just played a blind ball across the edge of his own box. And Bernardo Silva was desperate to get someone to make a run on his right-hand side because he didn't want to shoot with his right foot. But there was no one there and eventually found Martinho and... It drifted to nothing, but France, I think, now just need to get this through to half-time. Griezmann touches the ball to Koundé. A little bit of uh, space for him to run into on the right-hand side. Held up by Danilo. Trailing by a goal to nil. Pogba 30 yards out from goal. Koundé, lapse of concentration, runs underneath his right boot. And out of play it goes for, uh, for a throw. BBC Radio 5 Live, four minutes to go to half-time. Portugal still lead 1-0. It's not for the first time, he, and it's a, a poor touch from Kunde that, but when it does go to him, his pass is inevitably backwards, and Portugal know that, and they can press from there. So the threat on this right-hand side just isn't there for France right now. Just a reminder, we uh, were with you through until 10.30 when Colin Murray takes over on BBC Radio 5 Live. We've got one of your mates on after 10 o'clock, Rob. Frank Lampard. Uh, on the Daily Euros as well, an extended version tomorrow of the uh, of the Daily Euros, which will include Frank's conversation with Mark Chapman, just in case you're unable to stay with us after 10 o'clock tonight. Jota to Sanchez, heavy first touch, but Jota comes forward and takes over. Switches play towards Bernardo Silva, right-hand side. Now for Ronaldo inside the penalty area. Kimpembe, tight behind him, forcing him out of the penalty area. Back with Bernardo Silva, nice little ball inside with a little fancy flick. Ronaldo on his tiptoes, dancing around the ball. And uh, 
A clumsy challenge by Kimpembe, runs into Ronaldo. Could this be another yellow card? It's just too quick, wasn't it? Step over, step over, step over, move the ball away. And it's gone. Kimpembe wasn't sure what to do and eventually committed. And as you say, Dan, just clumsy, wasn't it? Don't think he showed a yellow. I thought he was uh, reaching for what it was. He was reaching for the uh, for the spray. Was uh, Senor Lajos. So, but it, what it does mean is that Portugal have got a free kick in a very attacking position. Two minutes remaining of normal time, and they're leading by a goal to nil. Moutinho for the outswinger, Bernardo Silva for the inswinger on the right-hand side. Pepe's up from the back, as is Ruben Diaz, doesn't beat the first man. Headed away by that pocket dynamo by the name of N'Golo Kante. And it's cleared away back downfield, and Semedo passes the ball back all the way to Patricio. France, in terms of the chances that they've created, they only had one shot on target against Germany in the, in the opening game. I can only recall the effort from Mbappe that was parried by Patricio not look like they're going to create opportunities they're struggling for that struggling to get the ball back now here is bernardo silva forward to Semedo, but it rolls out of play and it will be a throw to france and we have 60 seconds remaining we talk about all oh, france are the team to avoid but france haven't clicked yet no and they've been in control of one game against a very very poor German side you have to say and then really had the rug pulled on from under their feet against Hungary in terms of the heat in terms of the crowd and looks like the same tonight just by an intense Portugal performance they said it was the uh, the group of death rather than F for fear it's F for fluctuating fortunes I think as far as this group is uh, this concerned as the ball is chipped out to Hernandez, we'll find out how much stoppage time will be playing very, very soon. Mbappe, little step over. It was Bernardo Silva who stood in front of him. Pogba chips the ball forward. There's a coming together between Mbappe and Semedo. And the referee has given a penalty. The referee has given a penalty to France. Well, I'd like to see this one again, Rob. You're open, out, open mouth, by the way. It's from nothing really, just a ball from very, very deep and Mbappe makes a run. Semedo comes across and just tracks with him and it's it's nothing. No. It's no. nothing. I mean it's just a fall to the ground, a touch of the shoulders, and Mbappe nods his head, but Pepe saying, have a look at the screen, have a have a word with yourself here, referee, because if this is a penalty then you're talking. 20 30 penalties a game well var now is really gonna have to question this aleandro hernandez in neon will be looking at it but i mean it's just a it's a collision it's no more i don't really th unless unless i've missed something i don't think there's a foul is there there Semedo? well uh, for the first penalty i feel larice won the ball before he hit danilo he certainly hit Danilo with this one tomatoes barely barely touched him and just tracked the run tracked the run across the box into the penalty area Mbappe's gone down and 
this will be astonishing if it's given. He's talking. And it's Karim Benzema who waits. Whilst the check is over, the penalty has been awarded. Wow. Karim Benzema, whose last goal for France was on the 8th of October 2015 against Armenia, now has an opportunity to bring France level against Portugal. A controversial penalty award on a dramatic night. Benzema with a penalty sends the goalkeeper the wrong way. And after 2,086 days, Karim Benzema has scored an international goal that has brought France level and it makes it 1-1. Well, they have not deserved that, France. They've been outplayed in this first half. Portugal have been brilliant. They've been intense. They've worked so hard and look so good on the ball. And out of nothing, Free Lahoz decides to give them a penalty for a, a coming together of the most innocuous circumstances. Benzema whips it, much like Ronaldo batters the ball home two good penalties but two decisions that for me neither should have been given and it's also his first goal in a European Championship final in nine attempts and what a key goal it is in stoppage time in the first half because whilst in Munich Hungary still lead Germany 1-0 Germany remain bottom and are facing elimination but it means once again that there is a change. France return back to the top of Group F. France five points, Portugal four, Hungary four, and they would qualify, and Germany going out. I don't think the 15 minutes for Mark Chapman at half-time is going to be enough to dissect everything that's gone on. This has been a brilliant half of football. We were anticipating something special, but there's words being said on the touchline now. Fernando Santos, the Portuguese coach, was certainly having to be calmed down there by the uh, the Spanish referee. But, I mean, VAR has will, will have looked at them both. Yeah, certainly looked at them both, and it's been described as a, a light touch in terms of the interference that they've made. That certainly was a light touch on Mbappe in the penalty area. Three minutes of additional time, and that... Benzema equaliser was in the second of the three. Kante inside, Mbappe over halfway, 1-1. BBC Radio 5 Live, still hungry, have a slender lead. Ball crossed out towards Tiliso. nice control, edge of the area, looking for a cross at the far post. Now Mbappe went down there and they were looking for something but a wag of the right index finger from Lahore's the referee. In fact, it was, he was tripped by his own play. <laughs> it was Benzema. Oh. Still could have been given, though, I think, in the context <laughs> of this game. 1-1, and the ball goes back to Rui Patricio. I don't know how much longer that the, uh, the referee's wanting to play. The, uh, the three minutes must surely have, have elapsed by now. Portugal in their red shirts and green shorts coming forward, right to left. Guerrero, Sanchez is ahead of him. Sanchez now holds off Kunde. Short ball back towards Sanchez. But he's midway through the France half. Infield towards uh, Moutinho. Ronaldo now on the right-hand side. Goes into the challenge with Griezmann. 
and the referee blew his whistle and Griezmann was astonished because he first, I think at first he thought there was a free kick and then he realised it was the half-time whistle for what has been certainly a gripping night of football so far on BBC Radio 5 Live 1-1 at the break. Rob. Two penalties in Budapest have resulted in a 1-1 score at the half. As the results stand now, France would finish first in the group of death, Portugal second, Hungary third, and Germany would be out. Obviously, a lot can change over the next hour. Uh, Mark Rowe, alongside our TSN Euro 2020 contributor, Gareth Wheeler. How are you, Wheels? Oh, man, it is all going off in Budapest <laughs> right now. Can you, can you believe that? Because, uh, honestly, when there's two penalties given in a half like that, where the game means so much, you just feel cheated a little bit, especially the way that that last one played out, Mark. Well, and, and prior to that, I thought, okay, first topic might be, that was a bit of a controversial penalty that, that led to Ronaldo scoring, and, and it seemed to be split. That second one, it, it seemed like more people were questioning it, unless, I guess, you're French, and, and they went to VAR, and it was upheld. So what, what was your take on the two penalties that we saw today? And, and the VAR official, this is my biggest problem. If it's in doubt, if it's 50-50, you allow the referee to come over to the screen and take a look for himself. Then he makes the decision. Perhaps it played out a little bit differently from a different angle that he didn't see. So for the first penalty for me, I, I agree with that. Hugo Lloris, the French goalkeeper, came straight through the face of Danilo, the Portuguese midfielder. Now, the Portuguese player got to the ball first. If the goalkeeper got there first, I don't think it would have been a penalty. I understand it was bang, bang, but too many goalkeepers get away with stuff like this. So I didn't have a problem with the first penalty that was given, but this one, oh, man, Kylian Mbappe, one of the three best players in the world, with Cristiano Ronaldo yeah. and Lionel Messi. And there was a mismatch with the Portuguese right back, Nelson Semedo, all match long. They'd be going after him. But Paul Pogba just played this innocent ball over the top. The two players come together on top of the area, shoulder to shoulder, nothing in it at all, Mbappe knew exactly what he was doing, went down inside the area like a feather just falling from your pillow. <laughs> and, and then the penalty's given. I, I actually cannot believe that VAR took a look at that and still gave it. So game back on. It lets France off the hook. But, but let's be clear. France doesn't need to win this game. They're already moving on in this competition, Mark. Mm -hmm. This is just makes things very nervous for Portuguese fans uh, out there heading into the second half of play. Rob Green during the broadcast uh, saying that if that's a penalty, we're going to have about 25 of them throughout this match. But let, let's go back to the first one, and it's Ronaldo, money as always, his fourth in the tournament. He now has 20 goals in Euros and World Cups combined. That's a new record and just another, another little line to his resume of, of greatness. And it's just we are all kind of just in awe that he can continue to deliver for Portugal or, or club. Uh, it's just amazing to watch this. He's 36 years of age. How fit is he? He has like an eight-pack, Mark. It's just unbelievable <laughs> how well this guy keeps himself in shape. And now he's just one goal away from the being the greatest all-time men's international goal scorer of all time. Of course, the, big, the, the top goal scorer internationally all time is Christine Sinclair. But in the men's game, it's just appropriate that he does it at this tournament, doesn't it? Like he's arrogant, but in a competitive way that if he's playing for your team, like you absolutely love it. And you 
you know that he wants to accomplish this record on the biggest stage. He's the golden boot leader in this tournament. He has four goals. That's the most in a group stage since 2008. So uh, in honor of our good friend Matt Cause, uh, like a fine wine, he's getting better with age. He nice. is that good right now. And you just simply knew that he wasn't going to miss. Well, um Hungary has the good stuff in their wine cellar right now. Uh, I want to get your <laughs> thoughts on what could be a huge development in Munich, and Munich does not look great in terms of weather at the moment. So we'll get your thoughts on that and how that impacts the group of death when we return on TSN's coverage of Euro 2020. Welcome back to TSN Radio's coverage of Euro 2020. Mark Rowe alongside our Euro 2020 contributor, Gareth Wheeler. And in Munich right now, Hungary, who caught all of our attention by playing France to a draw, are up 1-0, essentially on the road in Munich against the Germans. Gareth, Hungary, very impressive leading up to this tournament, and they've really backed it up so far in Euro 2020. Well, they were undefeated in 11 straight coming into this tournament. And they were the forgotten team here in the group of death. And they're without their best player in Dominic Schobeslai, this 20-year-old superstar as well. But they've been very well organized. A great goal by Adam Shalai, a header past... Uh, by uh, past past the German goalkeeper Manuel Neuer, and this team's now parking the proverbial bus. A one-nil victory is good enough for them to go on in third place in this group as things stand and knock Germany out of this competition. You mentioned it; it's a torrential downpour. The rain's coming down sideways. It's absolutely ridiculous right now. All of this is playing into the hands of Hungary, which would be the most unlikely stories to develop in terms of team teams advancing at this tournament thus far how shocking is that if, if this result holds that germany would be out because we think of the history of this nation and their their dominance on the international stage was this german team as good as the hype Absolutely not. There was a lot of questions about Germany coming into this tournament. Last fall in November, embarrassed in the Nations League against Spain. They lost 6-0 in Germany. Back in March, they lost to North Macedonia in World Cup qualifying. 2-1 was the final in that game. This is Yogi Love, the World Cup winner. This is his final tournament that he's managing. Uh, and he's stepping away after this because of the failure to get out of the group stage in the World Cup as well. Now, they have a massive advantage over other teams in this group, Mark. The fact they get to play all three of their games at home, well, Hungary got to play too, and, of course, France and Portugal forced to play away from home in each and every one of their games. So the fact that they won't be able to take advantage, I mean, after they beat uh, Portugal pretty convincingly 4-2 was the final last time out you're thinking okay here comes the German machine but they're having problems scoring goals that was always going to be the question about this team who's the reliable goal scorer and perhaps Portugal flattered them a little bit too much last time out so we're 45 minutes away from wrapping up the group stage and, and we're getting set for the round of 16 this weekend you know so much attention on this group F or the group of death. Um, any any surprises, or is this played out the way you kind of thought when the tournament began? Well, this half, I mean, anything can happen. If Germany scores a goal, it would then put, and, and they come away with a draw here against Hungary. I mean, that could potentially push push Portugal down to a third-place finish, and then if you start looking ahead to the round of 16, 
The third place in Group F, F will go on and play Belgium in the next round. And, I mean, Belgium's one of the tournament favorites here. And whoever finishes runners-up in this group would then play England at Wembley next Tuesday. Wow. So seeding here is critical. Uh, stay tuned to the radio coverage because no matter where a goal is scored in the second half, it's going to have massive implications on who plays who and who finishes where. So that's kind of the storyline right now, Mark. Sweden, the fact that they won earlier today, and they won Group E. That's changed everything. They go to a weaker side of the group. Well, Spain goes to a loaded top side of the table. They play Croatia next time around. So uh, it's all coming together. Within the next hour, we will know who finishes where, and we'll get a clear picture what the paths look like on the way to Wembley on July 11th. Wheels, great stuff as always. Loving your coverage throughout the tournament, and I'm looking forward to it as we get into the, uh, the knockout stage. We'll Great be back. chatting with you, Mark. Yeah, awesome stuff, buddy. Uh, we'll get back to Budapest. It's France 1, Portugal 1, going into the second half when we return on TSN Radio's coverage of Euro 2020. Two controversial penalties is the story so far in Budapest with France and Portugal tied at 1 after one half of play. So exciting on the final day of the group stage. Let's head back now to Pushkas Arena. Once again, here's Ian Dennis and Rob Green with the call of the second half. On a four-year deal, Danny Welbeck has agreed a new one-year contract with Brighton. Uh, so it is Hungary 1, Germany 0, France 1, Portugal 1, and the phrase, the Spanish Mike Dean is trending. Rob Green and Ian Dennis. It's that right. Yeah. <laughs> Well, the, the Spanish Mike Dean at the minute will be just uh, noticing um, that there's a slight problem with João Poulini's boots. So Portugal are going to make a change, uh, but some, something's happened. He's been sent back to the bench. I can tell you about a French change. Uh, Hernandez replaced at half-time by Lucas Dina, the Everton defender. He has made one appearance so far at this tournament. He started against Hungary. Um, and some red tape is being applied to the ankle of, uh, of Jao Polinia, who he was uh, out of the, the 23 in the opening game. He was on the bench, but not used. He's a midfielder for Sporting Lisbon. He's been linked with, uh, with Wolves and Leicester. There's the shock, a Portuguese player being linked with Wolves. And um, he will be coming on to replace Danilo. So there is a, a slight lull before we start, but this is how it stands at the moment in Group F. France, there's two points that separate the four teams. France five, Portugal four, Hungary four, Germany three. And the Spanish Mike Dean, is, uh, his real name is uh, Antonio Lajos, blows his whistle and the second half is underway for what was a very, very captivating first 45 minutes, Rob. Yeah, started off cagey, but with the potential to explode, and it certainly did with that penalty decision. And Portugal then were flying. They were on top, and they could find the spaces and looked happy. Surging, surging run from Sanchez. Sorry, Rob, in towards Ronaldo. Ronaldo out to Bernardo Silva, the interception from Dinia. Apologies. No, that's just that big controversial moment before half-time, we've seen Cam France make it through to half-time. Well, they managed to nick one unbelievably. 
Mbappe sent away right-hand side. France all in white, playing from right to left. Can't get past Pepe. Stands tall into the challenge. A slap and a hat of the hands from two of his teammates as he makes his way back into his central defensive position. A reminder that both of these games are on BBC uh, television tonight, BBC One and BBC Two, and you've always got the option, regardless of the game, when it's, when, when it's live on the BBC, if you go to the BBC iPlayer, you can listen to the five live commentary, got that option, and then sync to watch the pictures at the uh, at the same time so it's 1-1 and still Hungary leading in Munich I'll run through the two teams for you as Griezmann passes the ball back to Tolisso and Pogba and France have Lloris in goal a back four of Koundé, Varane, Kimpembe and now Dinia at left back Kante and Pogba, Tolisso the midfield Griezmann, Benzema and Mbappe ball forward, here is Benzema Brilliant, brilliant finish from Benzema. Hit it first time, right-footed, and it just kissed the inside of the left-hand post. And France have come from behind and lead Portugal by two goals to one. But, but there will be a VAR check for offside against Benzema. Pogba's ball over the top, very, very tight. His first touch was just a fire it passed Patricio, but the flag was raised. It's timed that run perfectly. I think this is onside. It's a wonderful ball from Pogba. We saw him dropping deeper in the first half. He's doing the same. The goal stands. The goal has been given. And this means at the moment that Portugal the defending champions will be eliminated because of Hungary leading in Munich. It was the scenario that Portugal did not dare to think about. But with Hungary leading 1-0 and Portugal now trailing, Ronaldo and co could be heading out. Uh, two goals in three minutes completely changes the context of the game, changes the context of the, the group. It's a wonderful ball from Pogba, and it's wonderfully timed run from Benzema, matched by the low finish, and all of a sudden, we're getting the calculators back out again. Well, I got the calculator out earlier on to work out. It was 2,086 days since his last goal back in 2015, and then, like a London bus, that comes up, up another one. He's got two in the same game. So uh, his first goals in a European Championship as the cross runs into Ronaldo and Ronaldo heads it wide. So Ronaldo now and his Portugal teammates are under pressure because they are trailing and have this scoreline in Munich, Conor McNamara. And if it stays like this, it'll be England against Hungary at Wembley in the last 16. Hungary are now up to second place in the group. They still lead Germany by a goal to nil. Kai Havertz is at the latest attempt for the Germans, but it was saved by the goalkeeper, Gulacci. Dion, at the moment, England-Hungary. Yeah, that's a, a tasty game. Hungary have been really good in this game. They really have. Germany have come out in the second half absolutely flying. Body language is very, very different, and they have taken control of possession. Germany nil, Hungary won, and the rain has subsided considerably. And not only that as well, we would worked out earlier about the teams who were to finish third and fourth. You could then be looking, for an England point of view, of Ukraine-Sweden in the quarterfinals as well. Whoa, 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 I know, whoa, 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 I know, whoa, 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 whoa. I know, we're all getting a little bit ahead of ourselves. 
but uh, and it's bound to change as well so uh, let, let's just wait and see and, and how it all unfolds but uh, it is uh, it's certainly um, a fascinating game but the the repercussions um, could be very very interesting as well Luca Dino has gone down challenged on the left hand touchline and he's immediately wagged the finger and said to say he's in trouble looked at the bench I think by the looks of it he's going to be on the pitch a matter of minutes he's walking off and got told to buy the medics the French medics to go back onto the pitch just to delay the game to then probably make another substitution because it's the top of his right thigh and I think from his body language he knows that that's the end of his evening and they will be forced to change but I mean what a story regarding Karim Benzema banned for nearly six years due to uh, 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 alleged involvement in a sex tape scandal he missed a penalty against Wales in one of the warm-up games in Nice on the 2nd of June and here he is his two goals but for Dinia it looks like it could be the end of his game and that is a, a very very what five minutes he looks forlorn yeah, he's distraught isn't he I think he had this injury before the game and whether that was something to do with him not playing but he knew straight away that it's not right and how often do we see that players coming on not quite right straight back off again I think he's trying to looks like he's uh, getting quite emotional there uh, Dinia I think he feels as if maybe he could continue but he's been replaced by Rabiot so they're going to have to uh, to change things around the substitute has been substituted um although rabio at the minute is playing it seems in the uh, the left back role but we'll have to try and keep an eye on that but all of a sudden now it is portugal who were aiming to reach the knockout stages for a seventh time in a row they've reached the quarter final of every european championship final since 1996 but they are trailing and they are heading out of Group F at the moment, despite the fact that Germany are still losing to Hungary. And as Connor says, it'll be Hungary against England at Wembley on Tuesday. The game started in such a cagey fashion. And now, within moments of the start of the second half, it's two defences are on the edge of their own boxes and defending the length of the pitch. It just needs to, someone needs to get the foot on the ball. Well, Germany were looking at uh, successive eliminations from the group stages, bearing in mind they went out in Russia at the World Cup in 2018. But that goal from Benzema has offered them a, a reprieve as things stand, but they will still want to try and do it themselves and avoid defeat and get an equaliser against Hungary. But Hungary, not only going through, but going through as runners-up to France at the moment. BBC Radio 5 Live eight minutes into the second half and it will be analyzed and all the ties in the last 16 we will have for you and give you a review and don't forget in the build-up to the last 16 starting at the weekend the daily euros will be able to whet your appetite for the knockout stages of euro 2020 the latest news and interviews, always download it from BBC Sounds.
and it also gives you of course the option to listen to BBC Radio 5 Live at the moment as well the drama though is Ronaldo heading the ball out towards Guerrero on the left hand side headed back and headed long by Jal Polina the sporting Lisbon midfielder here is Benzema never scored a hat-trick for his his country but he stands now with uh, a brace that certainly gives him an opportunity to try and uh, and do that as well and meanwhile there's been a wicket at the cricket Henry Moran Udana has just bowled David Milan it shouldn't make too much of a difference to the outcome of this game England on course for a simple victory Milan out for seven Butler still there on 63 England 112 for one chasing 130 in the 14th over so Portugal trailing by two goals to one they've given the ball away cheaply Benzema it's a very good finish wasn't it it's beautiful beautiful ball and just a run that centre forwards make time and time again just in the hope that they're going to get this ball and thankfully for Benzema he timed it to perfection and then he felt it was kind of after he got given almost that goal in the first half that was that was him back to his clinical best Varane forward Kunde quite high up the pitch on the right hand side Didier Deschamps will be mission accomplished in terms of his first objective uh, to top the group that was what they'd set out to do they knew that they were already guaranteed a last 16 place as he aims to become the first man to win the World Cup and the Euros as a player and as a manager Pepe to Ruben Diaz 10 minutes into the second half and Benzema with a goal either side of half time two minutes into stoppage time in the first half and two minutes into the second period coming from behind to become what would only be the third side in the 36 games in the group stages to come from behind and, and win Ronaldo miscontrols the ball thumbs up still pointing still trying to cajole his side as France will have a throw on that far side and when you we were talking before about England as a minute playing Hungary Phil McNulty on on Twitter on social media made the point about England Iceland five years ago so if ever there was a reminder not to get too carried ahead of yourself then the BBC's chief football writer on the BBC Sport website certainly made that point Rabio out to Benzema back inside to Rabiot Benzema can't cross the ball to the edge of the penalty he was looking for Mbappe it was blocked and out of play it goes for uh, for a throw 2-1 to France we talk about England and talk about the way that the pragmatic way of England have been playing and the, and the, the same has been said about France but looking at Portugal finishing potentially bottom of the group having scored six goals in their three games so there is ways of playing football, there is ways of doing it, and there's no guarantee of success. No, there isn't. Um, they've gone from top to bottom in Group F in the space of three actual playing minutes with those two goals from, uh, from Benzema. So they are now feeling the pressure, they're feeling the heat. Rabiot for France playing in all white Mbappe trying to link up with Rabiot who's filling in at left back Portugal now have it Polinia quite tall light brown hair crossfield ball towards Ronaldo challenges his former Real Madrid teammate Varane last touch off Varane Spanish referee has given it in favour of Portugal Ronaldo takes it quickly 
If you remember back to 2016, they didn't win a game in the group stages. They had a thrilling three-all draw against Hungary um, and managed to get through as one of the third-place sides in that competition. Looking for a share of the spoils here with Ronaldo. And, oh, that's handball, was it, from Kunde? Yes, it is. It's a penalty. Soon as it struck Kunde, I thought this has got every chance of being a penalty because his hands were outstretched, they're away from his body. Not a natural position. Although, is it too close to him? Well, VAR will have the check, but the penalty's been awarded. Nice. Soon as you saw it hit his hand, the current form of the Hoz, the referee, you knew that he was going to give this, but Gunde actually, he's appealing because the ball goes off Ronaldo and he's going out for a goal kick and he's appealing for the goal kick. That's why he's got his arm in the air. And Ronaldo does brilliantly to just swing a leg at it and keep it in play and he can't get his arms out in time and he's absolutely dismayed. But another, another golden opportunity for the golden man. Cristiano Ronaldo, this could take his tally to five, but it could also take his tally for Portugal to 109. It could draw him level with Ali Daí, but also it could offer a reprieve for Portugal. What a moment, what a moment. And the broad shoulders of Cristiano Ronaldo waits for this penalty kick. He's already converted one. The pressure must be immense. The hopes of a nation on the defending champion rests on Cristiano Ronaldo. And of course he delivers. Of course he does. Bottom left-hand corner. And it moves him level with Ali Daí. A joint record in men's international football. But for Portugal, it is a reprieve at the Euros. And it could be Germany who pay the penalty. That's a replay a replay of the penalty in the first half deep breath for Ronaldo steps up same run up same direction Lloris gets it wrong again another massive moment in this game wasn't the best strike on the penalty but powerful enough he's the man I'm pointing at myself I am the man Ronaldo you can only admire him France now top, Portugal second, Hungary third, and Conor McNamara, Germany, are on the brink. Germany in big trouble, they still trail Hungary by a goal to nil. Hungary have come as close as they have all game to a second. Roland Scholloy with a free kick from a tight angle, which Manuel Neuer was expecting him to cross in. He went for goal deal, Dublin, he hit the woodwork. Yeah, hit the near post. I think Neuer had it covered, though, with a big right hand, but Germany keep coming forward, wave after wave. Hungary enjoy the hard work though they don't mind it at all they need to dig in Germany remember remain bottom of the group for now Germany nil Hungary won so much comprehensive coverage on the uh, BBC Sport website in terms of content for these uh, these Euros if you've not checked it out there's also Loro's predictions where Rob Green was joint top however Rob I hate to tell you I'm lying third I did predict a two-all draw in this game well, there's plenty of games left <laughs> You're not biting. Your joint leader, Vicky Sparks, meanwhile, is extremely competitive. Anyway, 61 minutes played. But the way that the twists and turns throughout the evening, and you still feel there could be more drama. There is more. And you're looking at it and you, you are hoping that this would be 
the occasion that it was billed to be, the group of death in this climax, and everybody's turned up to the party, including the referee. Well, for Germany, it was their earliest exit at a World Cup in 80 years when they crashed out in the group stages in, uh, in Russia three years ago. They're facing back-to-back -back group stage exits at the minute, the way it stands, Semedo up against Rabio, filling in at left-back, red shirts, green shorts, playing from left to right. Three penalties in the game, and the bald-headed Spanish official, Antonio Lajos, comes across. He's certainly been a central figure in, the, uh, in tonight's drama and action, and he's awarded a free kick to Portugal. Right-hand side, Moutinho and Bernardo Silva to take it. France have everybody back. Portugal going through as runners-up. The last 16 dates at Wembley Stadium, as it stands. Paulinha forward inside the penalty box as well for this free kick. In swinger from Bernardo Silva. In it comes now. Oh, very high, very deep, and uh, very long out for a goal kick. It was better than one of my goal kicks. <laughs> you look at the amount of that quality and. Uh, the opportunity, we've seen what set-pieces can do for a team in this game, and uh, yeah, that was uh, wild. Well, we had one of the... Uh, oh, there's been a goal in Munich. Conor McNamara. Hold on, this changes everything. Germany won, Hungary won. Kai Havertz of Chelsea has bundled the ball in from close range. Germany just about to bring on Thomas Muller as well, but they've managed to shuffle it in there. Germany won, Hungary won. Dion. Yeah, it's a long ball just launched in from way, way out. The keeper comes out, he gets nowhere near it, is kept alive by Hummels. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Sorry, Dean, to interrupt. Ian, you will not be surprised to hear on this night of high drama. The VAR are checking the goal. This has not been given yet. Hyverts puts it in from close range. However, the video assistant referee is still analysing. It may be to do with Mats Hummels, who wins the header first in the air. Does he foul the defender before he nudges it down? For Kai Havertz, UEFA normally on the VAO monitor give us an indication of why they're looking at the check. Check over, Ian. The goal stands. Germany won, Hungary won. And those positions change once more in Group F. France top five points. Germany runners up now after being so long looking like they were going to be eliminated. They could be playing England. They're going through as runners up with four points. Portugal dropped to third. It's Hungary who now are back bottom of Group F and we have 25 minutes remaining but there's been another goal Conor McNamara Ian I can't believe it Hungary have regained the lead immediately from the restart it must be seconds after the game restarted the ball was pumped long the German defence couldn't deal with it and Schaefer has managed a diving header to restore Hungary's lead Dion Dublin have you ever seen anything it's like this? unbelievable they kicked off with pace got the ball forward I think it's Ginta and Hummels are they're dilly-dallying nothing is actually happening in between them long ball forward and Schaefer just nicks in they fell asleep it's about 10, maybe 12 seconds after the restart. Germany getting back on level terms, feeling they can go and win it. But such determination from Schaefer. He wanted that more than anyone as it was nudged onto him. 
by Chalet and he got there first. It's a brilliant goal. What a story. Germany won. Hungary two. Quarter of the game still to play. It's what live radio is all about. We've said that it's fluctuated, but we have that flexibility. And now you can listen. Listen to that reaction. That is because somewhere in the Pushkas Arena, it will have been shown the scoreline. France top, Portugal back second, Hungary third, and Germany going out because Hungary lead by two goals to one. And it's 2-2, Griezmann in towards Mbappe, penalty, oh, the back heel towards Benzema, almost came off, comes back to Mbappe in the penalty area, can't see a sight of goal, and cleared away by Sanchez. It's exhausting. <laughs> Everyone's going for it. It doesn't matter where you are, what pitch you're on, which country you're on, all four teams are going for it. And it, <laughs> We were expecting maybe a cagey affair, maybe two tight games where no one wanted to give anything away. They're just going for it. Coleman has come on for Tolisso, Coleman inside the penalty area, Griezmann pulls it back, Rabiot just outside the D, this is Benzema on a hat-trick, pulls the ball back, Pogba just central position, a little bit of a stumble, Pogba, oh, touched onto the post, rebound for Griezmann, another good save by Patricio, fine double save to keep the French at bay, the threat remains, Pogba once again, another curling effort and it's curled wide, I need to lie down. <laughs> what a double save from Patricio. You knew what Pogba was trying to do. He's getting a half a yard, about 30 yards out. Strikes it. He thinks it's in. Top right. Patricio gets a step in, gets a good hand on it. Top hand save. But what's even better is Griezmann's following in and hammers a volley in. He's gone from one athletic save into one reaction save. Both full tilt. Brilliant goalkeeping. He's just kept his team in the Euros. That was one, it will be one of the saves of the tournament from the Wolverhampton Wanderers goalkeeper. I can't have a lie down, but I'll get a breather. Connor. Germany one, Hungary two. Germany have tried to shuffle up their attack. They brought on Thomas Muller, they brought on Timo Werner. They cannot believe what has happened here. The quick nature between them getting back to 1 1 and then within seconds being dumped to 2 1 down again, Dion Dublin. Where is this going to go next? They seem so calm under pressure, that Hungarian side. As a ball into the penalty area, and Goretzka tries to head it on the edge of the six-yard box, but he can't get a clean touch. Germany are throwing the kitchen sink at it now, as they must do, with 20 minutes to go. Yeah, they look so calm under pressure. They are dealing with everything that Germany's throwing at them at the moment. Just going into a nice 5-3-2, absorbing all the pressure. They love the pressure, this Hungarian side. Germany playing at home, but in their change strip, all black. They look like the rugby team from New Zealand. Hungary are in the white shirts. The rain has soaked both sets of players, and those shirts are sticking to their bodies in what has been a real battle in Munich tonight. But a battle that, as things stand, Hungary are leading in, and as things stand, Hungary are going through as the second-place team in the group, but uh, the third-place team in the group it will be now, but they will be going through as things stand. Yes, they will, and Germany are going out. 2-2, not missed anything whilst been away. Still marvelling at that Patricio double save from Pogba's effort as Varane to Kunde. Back with Varane once again, two apiece, all in white France now. Kingsley Coman the substitute, looking to link up with Griezmann. Strikes the hand of Sanchez, free kick to France midway through the 
Portugal half, about 10 yards in from the right touchline. BBC Radio 5 Live, 20 minutes remaining. Here is uh, Pogba. Benzema has come short. This will be good enough for Portugal. Their mission at the start of the game, the night, was just avoid defeat. There was a scenario when they were going out. Kingsley Coleman just in from the right touchline. Kante shuffles the ball forward with a first-time sweep. Griezmann touches the ball back out now to Kunde. Right-hand side, cross comes in now. Headed away by Bernardo Silva, only as far as Pogba. Curling effort from the edge of the area, high in the air and caught by Patricio 2-2, Rob Green. Ruben Diaz just looking at Patricio, just telling him to slow it down for a second. Let's have a breather, but all of a sudden Kingsley Coleman's come on and adopted a position on the right-hand side and where we were saying that France didn't really have that threat down the right-hand side in the first half there's two three four of them all waiting on that side just to link up and that's where the option is now you won't be surprised with the football that we're just going to stick with it but England have beaten Sri Lanka in Cardiff in the T20 by eight wickets Sri Lanka made 129 for seven uh, Butler not out 68 and they uh, they chase that down and the, uh, the second T20 will actually be on um, BBC television tomorrow. BBC Two from 6 o'clock live on the BBC. This is Ronaldo. Challenge from Kimpembe. Ronaldo goes to ground. A shake of the head. No free kick given. But Portugal still have the ball. Paulinho will shoot. Rising drive. 25 yards out. Off his right foot. On the rise. Into the crowd. Two apiece. 18 minutes remain. There is no thought from either team of holding on to what they've got here. We're just seeing the replays of a wonderful double save. Years and years of practice, years of training, of diving to make one save immediately up. Athleticism that Patricio has in abundance to just spring up and be ready for that shot. And Griezmann, as much as Pogba, must have thought as soon as they hit it, goal, wrong twice. Portugal are going to make a, a double change. Bernardo Silva is going to be coming off and Bruno Fernandes is going to be coming on. And Ruben Neves, his first appearance of these European Championships, is going to be coming on to replace his Wolverhampton Wanderers teammate, João Moutinho. So, whilst these changes are happening, we'll go back to Conor McNamara where it's still Germany 1, Hungary 2 in Munich and Germany on their way out of the tournament and set to finish bottom if it stays like this uh, the official countdown on the goal by the way 91 seconds between when Kai Havertz equalised for Germany and then Andreas Schaefer down the other end score but that 91 seconds Ian included a VAR review that just shows you how quickly from the actual restart of playback underway that the Hungarians got their noses back in front Germany 1, Hungary 2 for now still 2-2 two -two in the Pushkas Arena BBC Radio 5 Live for what has been a compelling night to bring these group stages of Euro 2020 to a conclusion. Jota heads the ball back, volleyed away by Ruben Diaz, and there was Ronaldo, just bounced away from him, and his former Real Madrid teammate Varane will pick up that ball as it bounces back towards him off the advertising hoardings, and Kimbembe now will come forward for France, all in white, out towards Rabiot. The unfortunate Dinia, who only lasted five minutes himself as a substitute before he was withdrawn. Fernando Santos getting very animated in his stark suit in the technical area. Mbappe with the cross, stooping to head it away. And the composure from Paulinha 
to head it back <laughs> towards Patricio. It came back at him quite quickly. 16 minutes of normal time remain. And just as I said to Neil Lennon the other day, when we were watching Portugal against Germany, you just don't want the action to end. Oh, keep playing all night, please, because this is brilliant. It's wonderful to watch and so much riding on it as well. Just seen the stats there, 19 shots in the game so far between the two teams and 50-50 possession. That's how even it's been. Well, France were going through at the top. Group F winners, Portugal at the moment going through as runners-up. Hungary, what a story. That would be the story of the tournament to uh, to knock out Germany. They were regarded by the uh, the whipping boys when they were drawn with the illustrious teams of France, Portugal and, uh, and Germany. The winners of the last three major tournaments and yet in Munich as well. I mean, you could understand it if it was in the Pushkas Arena, but it's in Munich. They will be heroes. <laughs> if they see this through, they will be heroes. Yes, they will. And uh, they will get such an ovation in Hero Square in, uh, in Budapest. But 15 minutes remain and anything, especially what's happened so far, could yet happen. Paulinho looking for the ball forward and uh, away it goes from uh, Ruben Neves, I think it was, and out for a goal kick. Feel as minutes ticked by that as much as this has been a wonderful entertainment game that both teams might just have a little look and think we've got enough here we can see this through let's see what goes on in the other game but it's time yet yeah the only I mean Germany would would have to would have to come from behind and beat Hungary to knock off France from top of the perch Portugal will I think very very soon become very very cautious because they will not want to concede they know what's at stake Benzema Kingsley Coman inside Kante closed down by Paulinho back heels the ball taken over by Coman running in field Griezmann Griezmann coming forward he shapes to shoot Griezmann shoots blocked by Semedo rebounds Kunde heads the ball towards Pogba forced back in towards the centre circle under 14 minutes remain 2-2 BBC Radio 5 live Hungary still lead by two goals to one Pogba back towards Griezmann they have now dropped back everybody is back behind the ball even Ronaldo who on a night when he is levelled with Ali Dai, 109 goals I mean that is a story in itself but just with what's at stake they'll have time to wait to see what happens as Kingsley Coleman with the cross and it was coming back was Ruben Neves Semedo has gone down wouldn't be surprised if that's a touch of cramp Rabio has tried to marshal the ball out he's got in a bit of a tangle with Bruno Bruno Fernandes and Semedo is staying down as well suffering with cramp I'm not surprised it's been a, a tiring night all round but 13 minutes remaining 2-2 Rob yeah Kingsley Coleman since he's come on looked sharp and he's made a big difference to this France side just getting at the ball driving with it and there providing a wonderful ball in just asking to be met it's Neves tracking back just, Griezmann was the man behind it just just thinking if that was Benzema someone to attack it it might have been a different story Semedo is still down we'll go back to Conor McNamara and Dion Dublin 10 minutes to play in Munich Germany 1 Hungary 2 Thomas Muller who hurt his knee in the last game against Portugal and wasn't fit enough to start this game 
on as a substitute has had his first chance he was always stretching for it Dion Dublin the header went over the top yeah he went to the far post that's his favourite position every time Germany go wide left or wide right the ball's getting flung into the box they're getting desperate now remember one goal could save the day for Germany nine and a half minutes now to try and get it as they come into the penalty area and Gosens with the layoff touch and it's Tony Cruz who plays it across the goal and agonizingly wide still on a tight rope here it is Germany 1 Hungary 2 Semedo is not going to be positioned to uh, to continue and so Dallow of Manchester United is going to be coming on he's uncapped he only came into the squad if you remember because Xiao Cancelo tested positive for Covid and he'd been playing away with the under 21 internationals uh, in fact they lost the final of the Euro under 21s to Germany but uh, Dallo, who's uh, been away on loan at, uh, at Milan is going to be coming on for Portugal and Semedo is being replaced and we have just over 10 minutes remaining of normal time and it is still France 2, Portugal 2 but Hungary still leading as we've just heard from, uh, from Connor but that was a lengthy, lengthy delay so there is going to be with the substitutions at least four minutes at least to be added on for uh, for stoppage time but Portugal at the minute this suits them Portugal will be going through France are going to go through as the Group F winners and it's Germany now who've got to try and pull something out of the bag in Munich the Portuguese supporters inside the Pushkas Arena are celebrating the, uh, the red and the green Portuguese flags are flying. Ten minutes of normal time remain on what has been an exhilarating night for so many reasons. For the, uh, the controversy, the drama, the football, what's at stake, you name it, it's had everything. Well, the game has almost come to a standstill now in Portugal, just playing the ball across the back. And I think all eyes and ears will be on what's going on in Munich because they know that the job is done here if they can see it through Portugal and so they'll be happy just to keep control of the ball keep control of the game they certainly won't want to take any risks France though will know that if they were to get a goal they could uh, eliminate one of their rival sides uh, for this uh, this tournament Sanchez coming forward for Portugal Sanchez into the penalty area Varane scoops the ball away certainly Santos in the build-up to the game said something is wrong if a team that has conceded three goals a game once in 58 matches concedes four for the first time they now cannot afford to concede a third goal because that could be costly for Portugal and we have nine minutes remaining BBC Radio 5 live Hungary still lead Germany by two goals to one in Munich and now hold on there's been another goal Colin McNamara stand by Germany two Hungary two Leon Goretzka has scored a dramatic equaliser with only six minutes of normal time remaining they had brought on young Jamal Mishula they put on the striker Kevin Volland Germany throwing everything at the equaliser Dion Dublin they've got it yeah the energy the subs have brought onto the pitch for Germany has been the difference nice little one-twos in the box Goretzka there just finding a bit of space about two yards away from the penalty spot he ricochets off the shins and he puts it away for Germany they are back in it the Germans Hungary have 
twice taken the lead in this game. There's only minutes remaining. 2-2 in Munich. And it means that we could have another chapter of England against Germany. Of course, there were West Germany in the World Cup in 66, the semi-final of Italia 90, Euro 96, Bloemfontein in the World Cup in 2010. And might well be a date at Wembley in the last 16 of the European Championships on Tuesday. And you'll hear it on BBC Radio 5 Live. France, Germany, Portugal, Hungary is the current order. That's the state of play in Group F on 5 Live. Eight minutes remaining. It also means as well that if France were to score, there isn't that same level of jeopardy because Portugal, um, with the scoreline with Hungary, would still be, uh, well, potentially going through, you would think, because Portugal, I think there had to be something like a four-goal swing for Portugal to drop out of one of the best-placed sides to finish third. So that tidies up that Rabiot forward in field of course it would change if Hungary for a third time could get back in front Kimpembe dives into the challenge and catches Ronaldo yellow card shown free kick Rob yeah. two defensive banks here for Portugal the ball into Ronaldo Kimpembe wild lunging gets the, gets the booking but more importantly for Portugal just kills the game that little bit allows them to walk up the pitch they'll be in no rush to take this seeing it through to the full-time whistle it's the fourth yellow card that has been shown to a France player this evening under seven minutes remain BBC Radio 5 live and it is Portugal 2 France 2 it's Hungary 2 Germany 2 in Munich Germany have left it late but we said at the start, Germany through if they avoid defeat, Portugal through if they avoid defeat, and both have been in peril at various stages of the evening, Portugal and Germany, but both at the moment will be in and progressing into the knockout stages. Bruno Fernandes, back to Ronaldo, had a sight of goal, closed down by Coman, Kante loses the ball, Portugal win it back, and Neves, and they have that control once more to Portugal with six minutes remaining of normal time tired bodies out there on the pitch now just got a few last bursts of energy in them and you see when they do lose it France that the shoulders sag they go down and just trundle back into the shape Bruno Fernandes substitute with a cross from the right hand side and it was Varane running in facing his own goal on the edge of his six yard area who had to clear the ball for France. Still, nothing between the two sides. As you say, in terms of the possession, it's 50-50, literally. Portugal, time and time again, have used that long ball from very, very deep. They've been using it for now from Ronaldo, but Fernandez it's not quite used to him in that role, sprinting down the channels, but they'll use it. Bruno Fernandez with the throw on the right-hand side. Neves was caught late by Pogba. Fernandez crosses low, right-hand side. Ball played out, and Pogba just has to back away from the ball. Nice little flick forward there to Mbappe. Tight, penned in. Left corner with their own half, but they've played out under pressure very, very well. Lloris, forward to Varane to run forward. Now with Kunde. 
looking for Coleman in behind right hand side enters the penalty area by the byline Benzema on a hat trick makes the run pulls the ball back Griezmann with a shot left footed on the rise over the top goal kick still 2-2 Conor McNamara watching Germany Hungary still 2-2 here as well two minutes to go tonight has always been winner bust for Hungary they knew they had to win anything else was certain elimination and they brought on two attacking players now for one final push Lovrencic has come in and Nikolic as well but they're almost out of time at the moment Hungary are on their way out unless they can score Germany 2 Hungary 2 and we'll wait for UEFA to confirm but in terms of the third place winners to go through we're looking at Belgium Portugal Netherlands Czech Republic Ukraine Sweden and it will be France against Switzerland as Griezmann is being replaced by Sissoko under four minutes remaining what a contest this has been Rob it's been breathtaking it's been brilliant football and plenty of jeopardy plenty of controversy as well Sanchez is coming off. Sissoko has just come on to replace Griezmann. And now Portugal are going to be making a change as well. And Renato Sanchez. And we're going to see Sergio Oliveira. He was on the bench but didn't come on against Hungary. He didn't even make the 23 against Germany. He's had to, uh, a great season for, uh, for Porto. The peak of his career. He comes on for his first appearance uh, of this tournament Sergio Oliveira and Portugal with three minutes remaining and now the the tempo of the game has really slows down with the substitutions that both sides have been making there's one opportunity there for France with Griezmann who blazed over after Coman did well down the right hand side again <laughs> Portugal all of a sudden are playing out from the back and they have the two centre halves in their own penalty area and no French player within 40 yards of him, so I think the statement of intent is there from both sides now. The BBC announced today that they'll be showing the games involving Wales and England on Saturday, Wales-Denmark, 5 o'clock in Amsterdam. Tuesday at Wembley, it'll be England against Germany, both live on BBC television. But if you're coming home from work, BBC Radio 5 Live is the only place to listen to the game. But if you are watching it, a reminder that you will be able to watch it and listen to our commentary via the BBC iPlayer. The Portuguese supporters inside the Pushkas Arena, they feel that the danger has passed. They feel comfortable within themselves now to start celebrating. They'll be going through third, just as they did five years ago when they won it in France, against France. But we have under two minutes remaining of normal time both captains have a chat with the referee now and say we're happy thank you very much as little injury time as possible we're now reached the point of a standoff almost Ruben Diaz few whistles and boos from the neutrals inside the ground but they won't want to be taking any risks now Portugal but even with that scoreline with uh, Germany 2, Hungary 2, the uh, the threat appears to have subsided. Guerrero, Bruno Fernandes over the halfway line, doesn't keep the ball in play. Didier Deschamps watching on, he's quite happy, calm it down. Everybody now, I think, would, as you say, Rob, take the position that we're in. Um, they're actually into stoppage time in Munich. 
we're probably about three minutes behind the action of that other game in, in Group F. We will have a number of minutes of added on time as well. Five minutes, five minutes of additional time, which we're about to enter watching the game in the Pushkas Arena. Pogba strokes it back. Both sides, though, appear content. Yeah, you'll know when that game is over in Munich because the crowd will erupt it. They'll know that both teams have gone through. They'll know that the job is done. Don't think it's going to be quite the... Uh, it was a Gijon, wasn't it, where the, the five-minute ball has just gone up now in the 82 World Cup. We're not at that stage, but the jeopardy has gone. The threat has passed. And certainly when it's full-time in Munich, they will know. France will be happy. They've achieved their mission to top Group F and Portugal have done what they had to do to avoid defeat. Let's go to Conor McNamara with Dion Dublin. Into the final minute of stoppage time in Munich. What an encounter this has been. Twice Hungary have held the lead. Twice Germany have come back. Leroy Sané, terrible cross as he got into the penalty area. He had Volant screaming for it in the middle. Germany could have been home and hose there. They could have got the, the win in the game. But is there to be one last chance, Dion Dublin, for Hungary? This is it now. If they can get anything on this, get it forward. At the moment, Germany look like they're going to get over the line. Sane's coming forward again. Another Sane chance for Germany. He's off towards the corner flag, but he's tackled. And the ball is taken away from him by Attila Soloy, who will play it down the left-hand side. Sean, the replacement who came on as a sub, can't keep the ball in play. It goes out for a Germany throw, and Germany are almost there. Ten seconds remaining of the four minutes that were due to be added on in a game in which... Big Shaloy put Hungary in front after 11 minutes. Kai Havertz was to equalise after 66. There is the full-time whistle. Schaefer was a goal at Hungary, 2-1 up. But Leon Goretzka, who's been in really good form for Germany lately. Five goals in his last 10 appearances now for Germany. And he has managed to get the goal that secures a point, Dion. That feels like a win for the Germans. Yeah, Germany have gone over the line. Pure, persistent, 70% possession as well. Unlucky Hungary, they were excellent. So unless there is a late, late goal in the France-Portugal game, it's going to be Germany against England in the last 16. 2-2 here, Ian Dennis. Thank you, Connor. Here, there was a challenge from Bruno Fernandes on Kingsley Coman, and we have a potential penalty to France. It's one man. Kingy Coman, who's been interested since they realised that the game was at a standoff, he looked sharp and he went round the outside of Bruno Fernandes. I tell you what, if Semedo had given away that penalty on Mbappe, if that's a penalty, then there's more contact in that. But as we've seen, the light touch, just carry on, nothing given. So the check is over and it remains at 2 2. And now all of a sudden we are almost ready to complete the uh, the jigsaw for those places for the last 16 and Portugal will breathe a sigh of relief and I'm sure the Germans will breathe a sigh of relief as, as we expected wasn't it <laughs> and then as far as England are concerned we will all draw breath in the build-up to England Germany and of course every day we're in the England camp you'll get that flavor uh, and you'll be able to hear it every day. You can download it, BBC Sounds, uh, the Daily Euros podcast with the latest news 
and interviews but the referee might as well blow the whistle now because Group F is concluded France are going to go through as group winners and France will be playing Switzerland in the last 16 Germany runners-up that'll be against England at Wembley and Portugal will take on Belgium in the last 16 so much exciting games to look forward to as we enter the knockout stages but the, the drama tonight the way it's chopped and changed I mean now all of a sudden everybody can rest easy but for so many occasions you had Portugal going out you had Germany going out and now it's just literally playing the game out but it's finished 2-2 in Munich it looks like it's going to finish 2-2 here we are in the last 40 seconds but there is no appetite to go forward for Portugal as they just launch the ball long might drop to Sergio Oliveira referee just blown his whistle because there was actually a collision between two French defenders and I think because it might have been a, a clash of heads well, at the minute Koundé's rubbing his uh, his left hamstring but uh, the referee wasn't necessarily to uh, to know that They've not been shy of that long ball it's the two centre halves the clash ahead and Koundé coming around with a big clearance at the end of the game but uh, as you're saying Dano it's one that both teams will be happy with the result but the drama that's been involved has been so entertaining well there is the final whistle and just as it has in Munich it has finished 2-2 between France and Portugal and France go through as winners of Group F Germany are confirmed as runners-up the group of death lives up to the hype when it's all said and done. France finishes first in Group F thanks to this 2-2 result against Portugal. Germany avoiding disaster with a late goal against Hungary. They finish second. Portugal, the defending European champions, finishing third in Hungary. Although it was a good tournament, are fourth and are eliminated from this year's tournament. So up next, we'll have the round of 16 this weekend starting on Saturday. This has been TSN Radio's coverage of Euro 2020.